This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. Slightly later in the week because obviously we had a we had a midweek game, which uh, which seems to be the par for the course over the next uh, the next four or five weeks because. Uh, you know, we've got all these fixtures we need to play and uh, we've seemed to have caught up the rest of the league a little bit. We're just outside the playoffs and all the rest of it. And we are going to make sense of that this evening. I've got uh, five of us on tonight. We've got uh, Vic, Ben, Stevie and Simon. So um, we've got two games to get through tonight, folks. Uh, first one being Burton. Simon, I assume uh, you can't remember much of much of the Burton game. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't realise how much I'd not remember it until I went to the match on Tuesday and Ethan said, oh, and I said, as I listened to the team selection in the car, oh, he's playing Hunt, he didn't play on Saturday. And Ethan went, yeah, he did. And I was like, did he? No, he didn't. And we had this argument in the car. I was adamant he hadn't played and he did, didn't he? <laughs> I, uh, I I must admit I uh, I well I well, my venue's closed for a refurb at the minute so my Saturdays are spent being pissed like normal people because uh, normally I they're, they're like my busiest day of the week but um but Stevie I mean you know d- decent amount of shots decent result did what we needed to and that was our what third win on the bounce so, uh, at this point so you know what did you think um yeah good uh Really pleased with the result, really really pleased with the performance. I think we talked about um, needing a reaction and how big the game was last week because we were talking about the games that we've got coming up. Sorry, Stevie, my apologies, pal. Uh, there's something, you've got a bit of feedback on your um, on your end. Uh, you're crackling. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like an assault rifle. I don't I thought, want I any thought... feedback on Stevie's end. I thought it yeah. was one of those, I don't know, one of those pens where you keep flapping the top thing on it or... Have you, got your, have you got your snazzy microphone on, Steve? Uh, yeah. What's that? It's just every time you speak, it goes... It is. I can't hear it, but then when you when you try to talk, it goes... It's like you're purring in my ear. Fucking hell. Right. The the irony of it not doing it now isn't wasted on me. Yeah, that's really weird. Right now. No. Hang on, no, it's still still fuzzy. Um. Have you changed your audio settings on your on your Zoom? There, what is it? It's weird. It, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a doorstop. Yes, yeah, yes, it does. It does. Like what you can't play with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You haven't got that cat in your room, have you? <laughs> have you got Topsy? Topsy in your room. <laughs> oh. Audio. Now it sounds like somebody's slapping somebody. Yeah, he's... That could be me. I'm playing with a lateral flow test. Does that make? No, it's... No. I think it's still Steve. I think it's still like... I don't know what's going on. Are you... Have you changed out, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) 
this is the look he has on his face when he's presenting a class that he doesn't know anything about at school. Sex education. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we can't hear it all now. No. Oh, Steve, you just go away. Have you? You're have just you... ruining it for everyone else. <laughs> have you unplugged it, uh, Steve? Or have you turned it off and turned it on again? Have you? <laughs> oh, oh. No. How's that? That's different. Just but talk, I, it... talk for a bit. Can you hear me now? Can. Yeah. Any better? Yeah. Yeah. It's better. Yeah, we can understand what you're saying. So uh, let's go again. Right. So <laughs> sorry, guys. It's all right, mate. It's all right. I can't remember what question I asked you. Okay. So, um, Burton. Burton. So, Steve, the, uh, you know, third, third win on the bounce, another clean sheet. I mean, what, what, did, you, what did you reckon? I thought it, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Get out. I, I tell you what, I need the I need the step tone some music playing over these first ten right. minutes. Like, right. Right. <laughs> all right, I tell you what, I'll just ask a different question. Let's let's go again. So, Steve, uh, you know, another win, third one on the bounce, another clean sheet. Uh, Barry Bannon back to his best, you know, played played really well. Do you reckon that the uh, the Wednesday fans have given him because you know we'll we'll get to that in a bit in terms of his celebration for the uh, for the penalty in, in in the next game, but you know. He was, he was back to being top banana, wasn't he? I thought he was much better than he was the week before. Um, mm. I know we talked about him last week. I think um, the midfield three itself, I think is, it looks settled already, doesn't it? You know, Bayer's coming in has offered that balance with Bannon. Um, I think, obviously, we we will we can lack, wax lyrical all night about Luongo. Um, he's an absolute diamond in this league. And I think the three of them... Over the last couple of games, Burton first and, and particularly against a, a very good Wigan side that I think we made look very ordinary. I know we're talking Burton, you know, them, they're sort of getting together now and looking at, really looking the part. And I'm excited about what we're seeing at the minute. I thought Bannon was, was excellent on Saturday. I thought it was good again um, Tuesday night. Um, it's a good job ashing on tonight. <laughs> but, um, to, to be honest with you, I've got, I've got no complaints at all. I thought he... He did bits. Uh, the first goal came from him and Mendes Lang doing a little bit. I was. I, it was nice to see a, a sort of a, a sort of a, a, a worked corner rather than deriding him for the, the the crosses that don't get people don't get on the end on. We've done a little bit of uh, sort of an intricate sort of one two and then and managed to get the ball in the box, albeit that Mendes Lang did it. But Bannon was there and um, obviously that that goes to the point that he's he's had a bit of an influence on the game because he was there there and thereabouts for the first goal and then the second goal as well. Obviously, it was his shot. Uh, we can talk about whether or not it was going wide or not, but, you know, we, we, we've scored two goals. Bannon was involved in both. And that celebration for the, the you know, the second goal goes to show how much he's, you know, he's invested in the club. It does make you wonder, doesn't it, whether they, uh, whether the players listen to stuff like this and whether they, they get the general consensus and the opinions and stuff like that. We all know that, Ka- you know. Cameron Dawson does, doesn't he? Cameron Dawson. Oh, not, not a fan of mine. Um, <laughs> now... Now, Ben, the you know we had. Would you say that Mendes Lang was playing up front in in the formation we're playing? You reckon he was playing behind Pato? You know, we had a a different strike force on on that day, and it seemed to have paid off. I mean, what did you reckon? Yeah, he's he's someone who's got the physical attributes to play up front, a bit like perhaps Antonio was when he was playing for a winger by trade, but someone who's got the speed pace bit of strength about him as well to, to play with a back to goal equally as well. Um I think that will be the, the partnership on Sunday, if I'm honest, Patterson mm-hmm. and uh Mendes Lang and I think that showed in him only giving Mendes Lang twenty minutes against Wigan, which <laughs> we'll talk obviously more about the Wigan game, but Canberry probably gonna I, I wouldn't he wouldn't be in my top two out the ones that are fit at the moment. So, uh, yeah, Mendes Lang for me can either play out wide or equally. We saw so in the Wigan game equally as well up front. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think you might be right. I think Patterson does do a job. Um, I, I don't think he's in the the best form of his life right now. I mean, Vic, we've got. Uh, but let's look at the other end of the pitch. Palmer back in the fold after uh, after the injury to Harley Dean. We've got. Uh, a Jordan story. He's there as well. He's having a good time. I was a bit of a lump. 
that was uh, that was me singing Never Any Story by Lamar from Kajagoogoo, but with Jordan Story in it. You okay. know what I mean? That's uh, yeah. that's that's what's happening. So Hutch, classy as as ever at the back. I mean, after Harley Dean got injured, were you like me and concerned about us conceding goals, even though we just haven't? Me. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I wasn't. Uh, I trust Sam Hutchinson with my life, to be honest. Um, Harley Dean, as soon as he said he's never had a muscle injury, he should have known that like someone was going to turn up at Midwood Road with a bloody chainsaw to his shins. Um, it's just, it just don't even say it. Just don't even joke it. Like, I live in Hillsborough and I will not make a joke about never being injured because it, I'm in the air. Like, I could, I could <laughs> breathe it in. Any moment now I could just collapse in the middle of the road and like I've torn my cruciate ligament. Um, so yeah, it doesn't worry me at all. Um, I think that the last couple of games have shown how solid that back four is. Uh, I do like Jordan Story. Uh, I'm not going. Is it Jordan Story? It is Jordan, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to sing the song, but I do like him. Um, I liked Harley Dean. It was interesting. I said this to you guys the other night. Um. It's interesting being part of Her Game 2, in case I've not mentioned it, hashtag Her Game 2, hergame2.co.uk, um, being in a group chat with fans of other football clubs. So obviously most of the group chats or family chats or whatever that I'm in are all Wednesday fans because mm-hmm. that's that's what you do, isn't it? Um, but I spoke to, there's a Brentford fan in the group chat and a Birmingham fan. Yeah. Um, and I asked them about him and they both kind of just laughed and said... You know, he's a nightmare, he's so inconsistent, blah, blah, blah. It's very much the Tom Lee situation that I'd had a few years ago with the Leeds fan. Um, but they, I kind of challenged them both and said, who was your player of the season? And they both kind of spoke about his attitude and how, if anyone, Darren Moore's the right man to get him back on the straight and narrow, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but also said he's never been injured, so at least you've got that going in your favour. So that went well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I think we've shown that he's a nice to have. He's absolutely a nice to have. And I wouldn't, you know, kick him out of the squad. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bothered really. He can just get better. It's fine. Um, I mean, what, what, what it did, it saw the, Simon, it saw the, uh, saw the return of Liam Palmer back into, mm-hmm. back into the team. I mean, yeah. we, we know you, you, you and Ash got quite heavily refreshed on that Saturday. So, you know, can you remember much about uh, Liam Palmer's yeah. performance? Liam, Liam was Liam Palmer. I think, he was really, <laughs> I think he was really unlucky to get, he was unlucky to get dropped when he did. Um, and he's just fitted back in as Liam does and does his job and does his job well. Um, I think I agree with, with Vic. I think, um, I think at first we were all a little bit shocked when he got, Holly Dean got injured five minutes into his second game at Wednesday. We were shocked and then obviously not shocked in regards to not surprised. But the guys who've come in and everybody else has stood up to the play. And we've also got Gibson's just come back, coming back. We've got Iorfa on apparently running now and training. Um, you know, we've, we've got, hopefully, for the run into the end of the season players coming back into the squad who have been out for some time to give us that extra impetus. Now, I'm not, I'm not supposed to wish injuries on people, but um, we talked a while ago about Fizz's sort of role in the team and -hmm. what his role actually is. And no, I didn't like to see him injured, but by him getting injured, that, that Fizz has come in and, and Byers has been a a revelation and, and he has really, we talked about we spoke about Luongo giving Bannon that extra um, ability to move around the pitch, and Byers has done it as well. Mm-hmm. And 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 that that was it was difficult on Saturday because the pitch and the weather was dreadful. The pitch was dreadful. Is that the, why you wind, uh, is that why you put your beer jacket on so early? It, it was because it was so cold, and uh, and and that was my excuse for leaning over all the time. It was the wind. It was nothing to do with the alcohol. <laughs> Um, but trying playing, keeping the ball down and playing a decent game of football was really difficult. Um, and and the pitch was bloody awful. But then obviously moving on to Wednesday, I think you know, you saw Byers come into it even more. And and hopefully, if he stays fit to the end of the season, he will stay in the squad because they'd be him, Luongo, if he stays fit, and Bannon are your, you know, and Hutch are probably your first names on that team sheet at the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. I think George Byers has been really, well, really changed something that, that's in that midfield. And and we've discussed at length on this show about um, about Bannon, if he trusts you, 
he's great and he feels like he doesn't have to do your job for you. Mm-hmm. And because he's got two two players that in top form next to him, it lets Barry Bannon do what Barry Bannon does. And we've seen that in the last two games. Um, Can I just so- say, I think we do, uh, I think we do George Byers a bit of a disservice and I don't think we do it on purpose. Um, but I think when we first signed him, he was as good as he is now. Mm-hmm. I think we lost him and we kind of forgot that. Mm-hmm. I know, forgot he not, played for us. I swear yeah, to God. It's not a case that he's come in and he's like this great savior. It's like he would have been, I remember ages ago, we were trying to, we were trying to do a graphic, weren't we, to put on social media about who our first 11 would be, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember thinking like, I, I wanted George Byers. And then we said, oh, you can have injured people. And, whatever. and I think we've kind of, we're doing him that disservice because he <clears> is that good. It was just <clears> the <throat> fact that he, he was out for so long. And I, I think, I think he's just, he's outstanding. He's an absolutely outstanding player. And I think him coming back, we say this every time, and we've said it every year for the last Well, you're going to say it, aren't you? We need a klaxon for it, don't we? Go on, say it. It's like it's a new player. It's like it's a new signing. It is, it is. But it is, though, isn't it? Because it's been that long, you've almost forgotten how good he is. And same with Luongo. I mean, Luongo, I couldn't have told you this time four weeks ago that he was as bloody good as he is. I tell you what, if, if Ash was on him. now, he'd be going, I've been telling you all season. He'd be sat there now <laughs> chewing his arm off. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's, there's one thing that's happened, Stevie, and, I, and I'm really interested with, for your take on it, because I was quite scathing when we discussed this last time about four weeks ago. Since I used the term, fuck him, when it came to Darren Moore, um, I feel that there is now some, some egg on my face. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. And, and you know, in a good way. Like, you know, Barry Bannon shut me the hell up because, I, you know, he stunk the joint out last week. And then now we're talking about him being one of the best players on the pitch over the last two games. But there's also an element of Darren Moore as well. Now, do you feel our turning fortune is that we've signed really well in in January or something's clicked or it's the return of Luongo and Byers coming back? I mean, you know, where, where, where do you stand on it? Um, I think I think it's the long game, isn't it? I think for... for if you go back to the start of the season, I, I I can remember saying, I don't think we'll know what our best 11 is until October, November time. I did say that. Um, we, we signed a, a hell of a lot of players. Um, 13, 14 lads. We overhauled the squad. Um, it was always going to take time to settle. Um, and when he's made the choices that he's made, Darren Moore, I don't necessarily think he's been given the licence that he needed to be given. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about buyers. We've talked about Luongo coming back in. Um, controversially, you know, we, we can talk about Corbinu. I think that's that that's a real that's one of the biggest sort of decisions that he's made, or the the the, the sort of the the thing that he's done that has probably divided people more than anybody over the last sort of two months, and then for it to happen at the <clears throat> excuse me at the very early stage of the transfer. Uh, window he's basically gone this player that everybody thinks is you know the 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 savior he's going to be our player of the year the lone love of 2022 is going to be Corbinu and I'll call it there were people in this group and there were people on this podcast that went fuck Darren Moore he don't know what he's doing he don't know what he's talking about blah 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 and those of you that are watching on, on YouTube now will see people that got their hands up um I was always very mindful of the fact that you know, I won't say that I, he always had my absolute faith because I've had a wobble with it, but I thought we need to give him the, the guy a bit of time. And, you know, for posterity, if you go back, I've said the same. The Corbinu uh, decision was massive, absolutely huge. Um, he's seen something. I don't know what he's seen or what he's decided, but he's clearly allowed a player that we thought was the most exciting player in the in the squad to, to go away and then go and sign for a competitor. And it almost feels like he knew what he had. And he knew that the better option would be, I'll get rid of Corbinu and I'll get Mendes Lang. I've got Mendes Lang and I'll get a lone player in at the back and I'll get another lone player in and I'll look to, to strengthen up front. And if you look on paper at the, the business that he's done in January and you look on paper at the business that he's done since, you know, July, August time when we, you know, we, we started signing the players that we've signed, um, it actually isn't that bad, you know? I love that. It's not that bad. That's what I'm going to call the uh, call the episode. Um, no. Wednesday. It's not that bad. It is. It's, it's interesting it's, it's, though that you've mentioned Corbinu because I'd literally forgotten he existed up until then. 100%, mm-hmm. But the, but the thing for me is we we we've we've talked about the players that we've gone out and you, when you sit back and you think about it sort of objectively, 
look at the crap that Darren Moore's actually had to deal with on a squad, on a squad that he's rebuilt, on a side that he's, he's had. You know, he's had injuries here, there and everywhere. You know, we've talked about Luongo being a new player. We've talked about Bayers coming back in. Um, he's made a really bold decision allowing Wing to go. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we're, whether or not we agree with Wing and the, the, the quality that Wing had. Two weeks ago, uh, Dele Bashiru goes off and we're looking down the, the you know, the suspension thinking, Christ, who, who's coming in next? Yeah. I've just gone, enter George Byers. George Byers has come in and it's like those three in the middle of the park, you know, it's, it's been... Best midfield in the league. It's been it's been 180 minutes, but you're absolutely right. We we we'd stand out there, and I work in a school on the border of Rotherham and Doncaster, and I've got a lot of Rotherham Rotherham friends that I work with, and they're giving it this, that, and the other. And I'm I'm walking into work uh, Wednesday morning and today, and I'm thinking I'm not bothered about Sunday because mm-hmm. whatever you're bringing, you ain't got a Byers, you ain't got a Luongo. If Bannon's firing on Sunday, our back mm-hmm. three is going to handle anything that you've got. We've got the two best wing backs in. In uh, you know, in the league at the minute, if we're firing Sunday, there's nothing to fear. I think to answer your original question, I think <laughs> I said to it, I tell you what, Stevie, there you said, the he said in, in a <laughs> to fire, answer your question, uh, your microphone just died. Uh, <laughs> I think he's. I think he's next door neighbours nicking his internet. I mean, I don't yeah, know who his next door neighbour is, but I think must he's, be. He's it'll, it'll, Go on, Ben, pick this up. He'll carry on talking in a minute. He'll carry on talking in a minute and won't have a clue. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. All right. So, Ben, in terms of Darren Moore and um, and people's opinion of him as the season's gone, I mean, bear in mind, you know, he did make some odd, odd choices, some odd decisions that we'd look at and go, what's he done that for? When it felt like every other Wednesday finding on Twitter specifically, could see what the what the right decision was to be made and then he would make something else uh, but then he seems to have made some big decisions like you know uh, Corbinu like Lewis Wing and these ones have paid off um is it was it us that were wrong or has he just looked out on these two decisions um well, in hindsight, they've turned out a bit right decisions I still think with the Corbinu one it's not like he's gone to MK Dons and not done anything He's, he's still performing for MK Dons. We, we let a talented player go, but... Do you feel that, that just because he didn't fit into the system? Quite possibly, because we've, <clears throat> we've stuck with playing two two wing-backs as such, and Corbyn, you would either go take up Marvin Johnson's place, which he's made that his own, or you were <clears> going <throat> to take up Jack Hunt on Nathander... Mendes Langs. That that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. His, his place, and, and Hunt and Mendes Lang have made that their own. And... Was Corbyn Hill, for the quality that he brings to the side, was he going to fit in either of those two positions? No. Um, so for the good of the side, he's, he's probably done the right thing in hindsight, mm. despite us losing what's clearly a talented player on wing. It was just one of them that, that never really worked out for us. Um, I don't know how he started with Wickham first couple of games he's played, but he's not one that we're going to look at and think that that we're missing really, especially as we've said with the, the midfield three that we've got at the moment. Was was Wing a uh, a loan deal because there may have been an issue with Bannon leaving? You know, mm-hmm. he, he was our most, he was, um, I mean, Bannon's obviously spoken a lot of times about committing himself to the club, but during that summer break, there was always the chance of somebody coming in and offering Chancery a huge amount of money for Bannon, which in our financial situation we wouldn't have turned down despite the player wanting to stay. And and I always felt that Wing was not too much like Bannon, but couldn't play alongside him. Yeah, he, and, he, he, and, was, he, he was the one that we brought in that was, yeah, you know, the, the more similar yeah. to Bannon that, that we brought in. And, and maybe he was that. And in regards to uh, Corbino, again, I think that Darren Moore likes the tried and tested players. And I think... Corbino would give you that amazing amount of 10, 15 minutes where it was just awesome. But then there was times where if he didn't get the ball or it didn't go for him, he sort of like, he shrank into, he disappeared in the game. Mendes Lang gives you a lot more than that. He's so experienced. Yeah, you feel like every time Nathaniel gets the ball, he's kind of like, he's going to do something here. Yeah, yeah, he's got that experience. I Nathaniel. I bet his mates call him Nate. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, so, but the time, but the, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But the time on, when he went, we were going through a really dog shit time, weren't we? So when when he left, which was at the start of the window, 
we'd 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 underperformed. Players had underperformed. Uh, Darren Murray made some very strange decisions of where he was playing players. Some of them were forced upon him. At the end of the day, mate, he um, how can you go into the start of the season and then lose virtually every centre back to injury? You know, you know, it, I can't legislate for that. But then also as well, when he's playing players like Jaden Brown, who in my opinion isn't good enough. Um, Shadipo wasn't playing in the positions he's played for before, and he was sticking with sticking with formations that at the time didn't seem to be working because it was square pegs in round holes at some points. Um, it's obvious that fans would would turn because that's what football fans do. Football fans, it's it's a result driven business, isn't it? And you're only as good as your last game. We've mm-hmm. had four wins, and we've got a team together now who are experienced. You know, look at that midfield, look at the experience that's there. You look at Palms, um, Hutch. Uh, it, really, the, the only sort of young lad there is Jordan Story, isn't he? He's the, he's the one. And, and when you actually look at his CV, he actually is very experienced. So Yeah, he's, uh, you know. he's been great as he's come in. Now, you know, let's move on to the Wigan game because um, I feel like, you know, when we try and do two games at a time, we're normally harping back. So let's, let's move on to Wigan Vic. I mean... This this was for me a huge win. I think it, I think it's massive. We're going to have been playing really well. You know what I mean? They're what were they second, first in the league, or, or they've got like about six games in hand, and one of them was against us, and we've beaten. Now, was it a penalty? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. It wasn't a strong one, but it was. I mean, it was stonewall. Like you can say, it was an absolute stonewall penalty. Sorry. It was a foul. He legged him up. He fell over, but it wasn't like he, you know. Flattered him at middle of meadow wall, was it? <laughs> so <laughs> um, I just want to see you choke on your drink there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a penalty. Um, I think regardless of that, we would have got a goal. I think we would have won that anyway. I think we played very well. Obviously, that's the second time that we've done them this year, uh, which I think says a lot about us. We were talking before about you know um, top teams in the league and beating them and proving a point against them. Well, we've done it twice now over them. Um, obviously we've got this weekend coming up and that's going to be a big one um, but yeah I, t- I was very very pleased with that I didn't go uh, I've got uh, I've got man flu at the moment uh, but oh. I am negative I'm no ne- you feel like you've got to tell everyone that now don't you as soon as you see like, but I am negative I'm negative um, <laughs> no one will care in a month uh, but yeah so I watched it in my mind because obviously I don't live abroad uh, so I listened to it on wireless. Oh yeah, um, is that what you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, 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 I did, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, I did yeah, watch yeah. it, obviously. Yeah, um, obviously. But I thought, I thought we were brilliant. I really thought we were. I thought they played up to us. I think we made them look shitty uh, in a way that a lot of teams have made us look quite poor this year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you look at the stats and it looks like a very even game. Uh, but I don't, I don't really agree that it was. Uh, I don't know. I know it's like you can't argue with stats. I should be like again chewing his other arm now. You can't argue with stats, but I genuinely believe we outshone them. Um, and I think, again, we've mentioned earlier about that midfield. And I think that for me, we were saying about, you know, your first players on your team sheet. For me, it would be like we've said, you know, Hutch, Bannon, Byers, Luongo um, and Nathaniel mendez for me. Um, I think he's well, absolutely but- outstanding. How he didn't start, obviously, is keeping him fit. But... Yeah, outstanding. That for me, that, that's what I was going to say to you, Ben. So literally one change, uh, Mendes lying out, who's performed very well, as Vic rightly says, <clears throat> and uh, Canberry coming in. Uh, not exactly a Wednesday legend just yet. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to criticise him because I get that he works hard and the runs he makes can be intelligent now and, now and again, but is incredibly frustrating to watch. Um, it reminds me of Petter Rudy. I, I, I don't know why, because when he used to play for us back in the day, when, back when, uh, you won't remember him, back when Snickers was Opal Fruits, back then, the um, Petter Rudy used to be able to place a lovely 10-yard pass, and he had such a vision. But for some reason, when he got in front of goal, he'd absolutely fall apart like a jigsaw in the box. And and I feel like that there's there's an element of that with Canberry in there somewhere is somebody who really understands football. But he is frustrating to watch, isn't he? Yeah, I think it, for, for me, it's not the it's not even in front of the goal because that, that's not what he is. So that that isn't something that 
I think he should be going on the score sheet more because he's a supportive striker. He's not somebody that is going to get you 10, goal, 10 goals plus a season. He's ne- never done that anywhere uh, in his professional career. So that's not something I expect, but it's more holding the ball up in his first touch. That I, I, The stuff I he's think, there I for. Sit there on cop and just curl up, basically. Because it's one of them, isn't it, that's massive and he jumps and he's four foot six. <laughs> I, I just can't understand how he misses every single header. I think to, to, to sort of defend him is on, on, on uh, Tuesday night was that they were good in the air at the back. They were strong. They were good in the air. You can see what they're set up to do. Long ball over top. And, and I think the, the role of Pato and Canberra, I mean, Pato to the end was... but. I mean, he couldn't catch that cat because he could barely run. It was just basically closing them down and not letting them play from the back and not letting it launch forward. And and you're right, you know, I'm, he's not one of these guys, a Gregory sort of in the box and, and scoring. He's not one of those. I was a little bit, there was one point where the ball came over the top and I thought, you know, this is a 50-50 this. And their, their, their centre-back just shrugged him off. And that, that peed me off a little bit because I thought, you know, that's a 50-50 ball. But, um, you know, I think he had a job. He was given a job to close them down. He was given a job to run at them. Um, he could have done better. It wasn't his best game. Definitely wasn't his best game. I don't think he's, he's at that point now where anybody should start. He should start becoming one of the, the boo boys should get on his back because I don't think that would do him any good whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think he... I think he shines against teams like Wigan. I think, don't get me wrong, I don't think he, you know, he was the best player on the pitch by an absolute, you know, by 10 men, mm, to be honest. Um, but I think against... Teams is a bit of a, a new hue situation mm. where teams don't expect what they're going to get from him. They don't yeah. really know. And there might be the odd game that he pulls out a worldy goal, or there might be the odd game that he just runs about a bit, flinging his yeah. arms around. Yeah. And that's, I think, that's what you need to save him for. You need to save him for those sort of more skillful defending games. But, um, because I don't think you can match up to, you know, like this massive oaf. When you've got Oof, no. <laughs> you've got defenders trying to play it across the back very like casually, uh, yeah. but obviously yeah, bring bring back Gregory and Windass. But at the moment, they're quite happy up in my attic and <laughs> think I want to keep them there for a little bit longer. Yeah, I, to be I, fair, I thought, thought Patterson did all right on Tuesday night. I, I he did. He probably did. In the top three performers. Um, he, the, they they were given a role, weren't they, to close them down, press them all the time. I mean, the, the that's what we did. We pressed and pressed and didn't let them play. You know, and 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 then we let the midfield do the work. And as soon as we played the ball on the ground and stopped lumping it over the top of them, they were crap. You know, the, the playing we've played football against them, and that led to the penalty. Luongo running into the box, a great ball into the box. It was a soft penalty, but it was definitely a penalty. Mm. You know, and 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 we we cut them open several times when we played on the floor. So. As, as Victoria, if Victoria will actually let the two uh, Windass and, and Gregory out of her attic, um, if they'd been playing, it, it would have been a lot higher score, a lot higher score. I, I agree with you. I think you're right. I, don't, I think Patterson did the job that Patterson is there to do. And I've got to, I've got to have a special mention. Actually, we, we, I, I meant to mention it before, but listening to the commentators from I follow from Burton, that that guy, I loved him. I loved it. I've never heard anybody so bored of commentating on Burton Albion in my life. And, and I think the best thing that ever happened in his life was that there was a six foot two man with gray hair who professes to be 28 years old. And, uh, <laughs> and he just absolutely loved it. Now, Stevie, welcome back. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. You sound beautiful, mate. You sound what beautiful. Missed. What have I missed? We were waxing lyrical about the, uh, about the Wigan game. Um, about the change in Canberra. So, you know, we, we've done that. That's been ticked off. But what I want to talk about is the league table, as daft as it sounds. I know it's I know it's mental. We're still outside of the playoffs. And I find that if Sheffield Wednesday had not been picking up the points that they have, I mean, bear in mind, from the last four games, we've got 12 points. I do some quick maths there. We've got 12 points from the last four games. And it seems that everybody else around us is also picking up points. And, and do you not feel like, the importance of those wins that we've had keep us in the in the fight, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the the people are picking up points, and it's difficult, isn't it? Because with all the, the stoppages that we've had, 
um, there's that sort of imbalance between the games that have been played and, you know, that that whole thing the other week about the the, the top eight sort of league, if you like. Start with Vic talking about the fact that uh, Wigan had so many games in hand. Yeah. I honestly believe that even That's going to have a detrimental effect to him. Yeah, even before, even before, because they were still in the FA Cup, I think. Have it spiralled since I mentioned that? I, shall I just start doing that every week? Yeah, do it again. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a problem. I just think oh, over the course of the season, it's going to balance itself out. And when, when you look at it, to go back to that point, we we do all right against the, the bigger teams. We've done all right against Sunderland at home at home we've no. done all right against Wigan we've taken six points off and we've took points off Rotherham um, I thought we were the better side against Wickham so those teams that are in and around I'm, I'm all right with to be honest with you it's it's the it's the middling teams that you know the, the teams at the bottom end of mid-table that, that I worry about um, but yeah. the fact that you know, we're not a million miles off the top, is it? Um, forgive me I've not look, looked at the league sort of standings yeah. and can, we're, we're about three four points off third I can, four I can tell you second. Now. We are four points off a second, so as daft as it sounds, um, automatic promotion isn't isn't completely off the table. I think you know we, we we have to be grown up and we have to concede that Rotherham are absolutely shit in this league because for some reason they're mint in League One and then forget how to play football when they get they, promoted. I'll tell you why that is because they've done it and they've done it two three years now, so they mm. know what they need to do when yeah, they come yeah. down. They're, they're, with due respect to Rotherham, and I mean that in the most sincerest terms, they aren't us. They're not a they're not a Sheffield Wednesday. They're not a Wigan. They're not a Sunderland. Um, you know, they're 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 a ten thousand capacity stadium, and I mean that respectfully. They are what they are. They, they don't are, have the expectation. No, but they'll, no, they'll they exactly. They'll the League One. They'll piss it. They'll go up there, and they're out the station. They they are almost a a very good League One plus one side, if you like. You know, they, they, they'll go up next year with the best will in the world. They're not going to finish any higher than 16th, 15th, 14th. That's them. They found mm. that, you know, they found what they are. I'm mm. sorry. And I know that's going to, if anybody, any Rotherham fans watch this, I'm going to get absolutely you, hammered for it. But you, that, you, that's you, how it is. You remember when we played them away and they were all that other Barry Bannon? That's going to be you now. <laughs> yeah. You. yeah you're gonna you're gonna be the meme stevie I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm being i'm being yeah i i i, I, yeah. I'm being <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean anything by it i i absolutely believe rotherham are going to win the league and fair play to him i think paul warren's a great guy you know i live on the border even though i'm, I'm classed as Rod, uh, sheffield rotherham i live in sheffield but i'm classed as rotherham um i i, I don't have any sort of ill will towards the town any ill will towards the club <laughs> Them whatsoever. Um, <laughs> this, is all, this is all getting cut off, Steve. Stop, it's stop, Steve. Steve. Stop, stop. Enough. Enough. <laughs> him right now. Jesus. He, dis- he disappears and then comes back and becomes a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I can't be arsed with him. I cannot be arsed with him. It's I'm not a friends- derby. It's not a derby. It's not a derby, right? And I've had so many. I like. I just threw that grenade this afternoon and then went into a meeting, and I came back to all these. It's a derby. It's a derby. It's right near. No, it's not. It's not a derby. It's the trouble. The thing is, uh, all I want is is not to lose to them. I mean, we 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 that's all they're getting from me. We're we're the same. We're the same in regards to Sheffield, but we're actually classed as Rotherham, living where we live. And uh, we, we, I've, I've had Rotherham fans at work going, "We're going to Amia, we're going to Amia at the weekend, we're going to Amia," okay. and 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 you know what? And and they, they call us the pigs, uh, you know, and 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 they, I know, and and they they they, uh, we call them myself and my son call them the mini pigs because of uh, <laughs> their, their affinity with Sheffield United. But exactly, but, Rotherham you know, and Sheffield United are like Torville and Bloody Dean, and it's just embarrassing. It's grown adults just sat there going, oh, we ate Wednesday. Oh, so do we. I think think we have that as well with some other clubs. I find it really weird because I think that we dislike Derby, but we kind of get on with Forest. Do you know what I mean? I don't give a shit about that. And they ate, they ate Sheffield United as as well. Like you know, it's a it's a whole thing. But I, I I called it this at the early part of the season when we played them last time. It's a League One fixture with our local neighbours that, to be fair, aren't our local neighbours. And we mm. called it. And the name of the episode was El Crapico. Yeah. So this one now is El Crapico 2.0. Two. 
Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's one of those it's one of those fixtures that like if we lost one nil, it'd be like losing one nil to Ipswich or Portsmouth. Like you know what I mean? They're just mm. it's just another game to us. And they're chuffing on us board though, weren't it? And it's just like just get over it. Yeah, it, it, it's it is there is some low there is some pride there because of certain team blowing themselves up to be bigger than what they actually are. But for us as a team, it's got more important value. We need to get three points because if we stay on the run that we're on then I can see as Wigan starting to fall to one side because they weren't all that on on Tuesday night. I think and, I think fatigue can, is going to slow that yeah, Wigan down. And 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 we've got a team with players coming back, you know, where if we go on a run and with that midfield that we've got at the moment, you know, we could sneak in and get second place. And, and I, do you know what? Even if we did, Simon, this is going to sound mental. If we snuck in and got second place, me as a Sheffield Wednesday fan in League One, I'd be going two right and all we've got bloody second place we shouldn't have been out of the playoffs as long as we were do you know what I mean I, there's an expectation from me because I, do, I don't think personally after it's all said and done right when we get to May and and we get playoffs I'm going to be like I didn't want playoffs it's not good enough do you know what I mean I, yeah. the, the, when you say about other teams picking points up as well as other recently they haven't been a lot of them. It's not the, it's not the ones above us. It's the ones it, around us. You know, you yeah, Plymouth, Ipswich, Bolton. They seem to be picking points up, and it's like we can't leave them behind. Yeah, we can't oh, seem oh, to pull it, away. It's Oxford really that have gone that good run, mm. which has really kept us out at playoffs. Everyone yeah. else has been dragged back into it. Except, they lost Tuesday, didn't they? Ben? Yeah, they, they lose Tuesday. Yeah, except Rotherham who are that that few points above Wigan. Other than that, even if we beat Rotherham on the weekend, we can we could catch them. A few wins and you're acting like absolute morons. Come on. No, <laughs> but... <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what. All right, let, let's let's discuss it in a proper way then. So so Vic, you know, you've got Rodramia, who are nine points clear of Wigan, who've played three, they've played three more games than Wigan. They're at the top of the league. They're pissing this league. They're very good at League One. Have you got any concerns about Saturday at all? I don't want to lose, but I don't want to lose three points. I couldn't give a shit if it's Rotherham or not. I, I literally do not care. I don't understand why we even give them the time of day. For me, it's just a match. It's just a match that's coming up Sunday afternoon. Um, like my mate's coming from Rotherham. I'll save her a parking spot. That's it. Um, it's nice when you've got friends in a waste, and I'm sure Ben will because Ben is literally in Rotherham. Uh, whereas you two claim to not be, but, you know, you are. Well, I'll um, tell you what, it's, it's actually interesting that as well. And my apologies for picking up on this. They, uh, please, you know, re, please hear where the humour lies. But somebody found out they my uh, personal licence on the on the wall in the office. And somebody looked at it and went, are you from Rotherham? And I go, <laughs> um, <laughs> I am. But I tell people I'm from Sheffield, cost taxi drivers. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't, I can't walk around going, "Hey, Rotherham guy." You know what I mean? I just, I, I, but then Steve, you, you know, like you say, you're on, you're on the cusp of Rotherham and Doncaster. You're on the, you know what I mean? You're, you must have a lot of Rotherham fans. You're, you're with. No, mate, I, 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 I work on the cusp of Rotherham and Doncaster. I live on the bottom of Handsworth, between just by Ironbridge. You're um, on Orgrieve. Orgrieve. Yeah, Orgrieve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so not my way. I am classed as Rotherham uh, the local schools as a crow flies it's Handsworth the, you know the, the catchment is Aston and Brinsworth I think it is I've got listen okay. listen I've got no issue with it but to your point Vic um, I think it's a it's a very very big game for them for me it's just another and the only reason that we're having this conversation you, you know you can qualify whether or not it's a derby it is a derby in a sense. It's South Yorkshire, but that's like saying Bradford's a derby because it's Yorkshire. It's, you know it's I mean? an important game that we need three points from. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Need for the me, three points. For me, it's Sheffield Wednesday playing the top of the league and, and, and a league that we want to get out of. And if we beat top of the league, the top of the league are the team that, that are running away with it as well. It's not as if they're like just at the top of the league. If we can beat them, if we if we beat the top of the league in the last five days we'll have beaten top we'll have beaten second mm -hmm, we'll have, exactly you know, we'll, we'll have kept we'll have won five on the bounce all being one if we keep a clean sheet that's five clean sheets on the bounce that's a statement it, it is. is it is you i know, agree we don't want to we don't want to run before we can walk we don't want to get ahead of ourselves but at the end of the day if somebody had said and we talked about it i think i think we said nine points would be phenomenal 
seven points or whatever, it would be decent. Five points would be acceptable. At the minute, we've got six at those mm-hmm. games. You know, anything, anything that we can get on Sunday is an absolute bonus mm-hmm. uh, from, from where we are. We just don't want to kill that momentum. Yep. If we win, yeah. we win. That's brilliant. If we lose, let's avoid Parkgate because there'll be an open top bus for about next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what then. I'll tell you what. Let, let's go to predictions in just a second. Vic, can you tell us, uh, uh, give us a quick brief feline update? <laughs> oh, Topsy. So there was a cat that went on pitch the other night, right? And I'm sat listening to it on the radio legally. Um, and I thought that sounds like a cat that I see quite regularly on my road. Sounds like <laughs> you're getting away with it, Vic. Keep I don't know, I'm doing this right. Anyway, I saw a picture on Twitter of on this t- cat, on Twitter. and I thought on, on Twitter. That, that I know that cat. I've I always talk to that cat. It's right cute. It looks like a kitten, but it's definitely an old cat. And anyway, as it like ran across and that, I thought, yeah, it is, it is, and it would make sense because you know I can see South Stam from the North Stam from a attic window. Sorry. Um, and so I thought, yeah, it probably is. Probably is like a neighbour's cat or whatever. And it turns out that it's not. It's a cat that escaped nearly a year ago from a cattery nearby on Worrell and has been missing ever since. And now um, his owner has found him, uh, her, sorry, Topsy. Um, she's been missing all this time. She's obviously, like, I've been talking to the owner because I was like, I can assure you she's been looked after because, like, all my neighbours on our group chat were like, we know that cat. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so they scanned her after the match and found her owner, and her owner's obviously buzzing because this cat's been missing for a year. She, I've spoken to her owner tonight, um, because I've just been saying, like, just to reassure her, really, like, your cat's been fine, like, it's quite happy. Um, and she has got a fracture in her neck, but she's on a drip, she's on painkillers on a drip, she's got a bite on her neck and a fracture. But it looks like she's going to be all right. So how cute is that? This cat's an, like 10 and been missing. What an absolute years. mental story that is. It's you know what I mean? It's this lost cat. But... I'm also really, really glad that it's not some knobhead that's let a cat loose on a football pitch in protest mm. as to recent events. <laughs> More out. Here's a cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean Steve Bruce, he gets cabbages. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it's just so cute. It was the best so timing. It was the best timing as well, wasn't it, of, of events happening elsewhere. And wasn't it great as the Wigan player handed it to our goalkeeping coach? He waved, he waved. it. He waved. Oh, <laughs> right, just a little, see you, pal. <laughs> oh, so cool. I just keep thinking, like, if it was one of my... Oh, no, because there's any way I say this, he's going to get misconstrued. If it was one of my bunnies that escaped my house and ran onto the pitch. Like, one of my buddies is absolutely enormous. Like, they wouldn't have been able to catch it between two of them. So <laughs> I'm going to try that in future. But if I'd have said my rabbits... Yeah, yeah, you, that's you it. Know, I get, I, now I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Still, even bunnies is uh, is still quite funny. I could probably make a gag, out, a gag out of that. Give me five minutes. Simon, give me a prediction for Rotherham United. We're playing top of the league. They're nine points clear. What two do you one, think? Two one Wednesday. Two one Wendy. What about you, Ben? Uh, one nil to us. Okay, Vic. Um, two one Wednesday. Ooh, tell you what, we're all we're all going Wednesday. Go on, Steve. Go on, Steve. These have all lost their mind. Nil nil. You don't know. Nil nil. Oh, nil nil. I, you see, I, I think it's I think it's going to be either nil nil or we're going to get spanked three nil. I think oh. we're going to get I think we're going to get cocky buggered, and I think they're going to absolutely do us like what happened with Sunderland. I think it's just going to be a it's just going to be absolute smash and grab, and we're going to go what what the fuck happened there? You know what so, I mean? Or it's going to be a tight affair. You see, I bet. Sorry, I was going to say to be fair, a couple of the lads at work and a couple of ladies as well. They know they are. Um, have sort of said that Rotherham aren't in the best form at the minute and they're grinding out results and they're, you know, whilst they're giving it that one and saying they're all confident and whatnot, at the same time, I don't think Rotherham's performances are, I think they're grinding out results. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think they're flying. They're they're, they're doing what they need to do. And that goes to the point that we were talking about earlier. They know what they need to do to get out of this league. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, you know, the the worry of them coming in and beating us 4 5 nil or whatever, that's gone. We'll, we'll win, draw, lose, but at the end of the day, you know. I think the team that we've got now are drastically different to the team that played Sunderland. 
I think I think I think our midfield is far better. Our definitely our back three, four are far better. I think Hutch Hutch is just immense at the moment. I think I think, and I, I believe that they struggled a bit against Accrington, didn't they, at the weekend? And then yeah, they, and they got a penalty. Accrington got a penalty, and then the, the fan ran on the pitch, kicked the ball away, and then they missed the penalty, which is proper must have been gutting for Accrington. So. Um, I don't think it will be like that, but they might get that fluky 1-0. I don't know. I, I don't really feel worried. I think there were there was something about the, the Wigan game and after it, the reaction to, to winning it, that I've not really felt like that for, for a few years about, about Wednesday. It felt, without getting ahead of myself, it felt like the feeling we had 10 years ago with that side that got us up. Um there were more of a, to- a togetherness that I've not seen for years. Um, I yeah, uh, I think I think the video that the club released of Palmer and Hutch naming their mates and who they've played with, I thought that was great content, and and I really liked the nicknames they gave each other. I really liked the banter that they had between each other, and it really, it really did kind of hit home that these guys actually like each other. Do you know what I mean? And and. You know, we've, we've spoken a thousand times about Bannon being comfortable with the people around him and how he plays when he's got it. And I, and I think there is that. There's a good feeling around Hillsborough at the minute, which is weird because a month ago, I literally on this show said, fuck him, we need to sack him and get somebody else in. You know what I mean? Um, but if you look at if you look at Rotherham's results, I think out of the last eight, eight nine games, they've, they've not scored more than one goal. But, I mean, they, they battered Doncaster, something like 5-0, but... You know, the last two games, they've they've won one nil, And then if you go back to January, it's uh, one against Cambridge, one against Cheltenham. You know what I mean? One against QPR in the, in, in the cup. So, you know, they're not big scorers. And if we've got Hutchinson playing like he has been the last, you know, the last few weeks, I, I don't see them as a threat. However, like every game we play in this league, we're their cup final. And because of the close proximity geographically, not, not a derby, um, the... There is a there's an element that they want it more, and and we have to rise above that. Like we have to do every single game because we are the biggest team in this league. We're up there with Sunderland, and we're up there with you know some people even argue Pompey and Ipswich, um, and even Bolton. You know we are we are a big cup final for a lot for a lot of these clubs, and um, and I'll be I'll be surprised if they if they score more than one, if 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 I'm honest. Um, does anybody have any other business? Just one bonus uh, for Sunday is that they've not got Will Grigg. He is not a flame and hasn't been for about seven yeah. years, but we're Will still Grigg seeing the song. Is extinguished. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, got got stretched off recently. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it was their last game, wasn't it? He got stretched off. They brought a sub on uh, begins with a K. Can't remember his surname, uh, and he scored like literally as he came on the pitch. Um, so it's not all. It's not all rainbows, is it? But it's just, you know, when there's just a player that's got a name, they always score against us, don't they? It's like when we used to have a million and one bloody Amiobis around the leagues. They always scored against us. Like, it's just something that happens. And Will Griggs, just one of them names that you just think... Mm. Billy Sharp. He's... Yeah. Uh, who's, who's the other lad? I can't Jordan Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin yeah, Phillips. Yeah. He always Kevin Phillips, scored yeah, against us. Yeah, My Kevin Phillips God. always used. Anybody who used to play for us. Basically, well, that them and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 I mean, yeah, Sam Winnell's going against us. You have to do that, yeah. don't you? Apparently, that's the uh, that's the thing. All right, well, listen, Steve, can you remind us once again about the charity fundraising efforts that you're doing? And you're going to be a lucky bugger once again. Have we had any more players named? Uh, no players named as yet, it's, it's early days, but um, thank you for allowing me to do this. Um, 7th of May, I'm stepping out again for Sheffield Wednesday or representing Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Legends team uh, last year I played alongside Des Walker <laughs> um, walked out with Wallace Whelan and Waddle uh, Tug Gay played um, it's basically it's, it's all the cause for um, a Doncaster based charity that is very close to my heart uh, know the guys really well um, have been lucky enough to make the selection or been selected for, for, for the process this year and um, and I'm going to be looking to selling t- uh, to sell tickets and check my Twitter profile if you like. Um, I've moved it back to Spend Dog as well. By oh, you're back. back to Spend Dog Billionaire. You just Spend Dog. Spend Dog Five. Lovely. Um, check me out on at Spend Dog Five. You'll see my, my my tweet is pinned. It's got a link to my uh, fundraising page. 
the more money I raise, uh, the more likely I am to uh, start the game. Means a real lot if anybody's intending on going. If you come to me and buy tickets through me, um, that goes on my page. It means I'm more likely to start. Yes, means that yes, ten percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to doing it again. I am knocking on a bit now. I'm hoping to be injury free, and if I am able to step up and do all right this year and raise a shit ton of money and play pain free, I think I'll finally be hanging the boots up this season. So, I don't think I've ever been to a football match and openly booed a player as loud as we <laughs> three booed you last year. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I love you. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, Ben and Siren, like, I know we were, like, post-lockdown and everything, weren't we? And, well, we were in the midst of lockdown yeah, yeah, and we were just yeah. allowed out. And, and I remember walking in and it's, it's a memory that I think will stick with me for a long time because we've been so far removed from football for so long. Yeah, it was a great time. As we walked in, as we were walking up the steps, they started playing high hair silver lining and we all yeah. like looked at each other and went, <laughs> it, it, it was a great day. And what was even better was we were talking to Steve after the game and the groupies who wanted his autograph were absolutely... <laughs> and I'm not sure to this day who'd be thought he was. Maybe just they knew it was Mr. Spence. Uh, maybe it was just. I've yeah. taught half a Doncaster. Just talking to you, then we were like, "Yeah, yeah, sorry, mate," and like moved out of the way. It was like Waynesville played hockey in the road. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. But, but also, as well, I felt dead proud because I'm like, I'm Steve's friend, and all these people want his autograph. So I'm his mate. I was all right, hanger on it. It was a really good day out though, wasn't it? I mean, it COVID or not, like it, it, yeah. we just had a great time. We were in that pub before, we had some nice food and then trotted over and it was lovely. Yeah, I think last year there, there, there was the, the, the attendance last year was 3,000 with COVID restrictions. Dare I say, it, I think they're, they're looking at at least five this year. Um, so for me to be able to step out, as I said, we've not confirmed it's early days yet. I don't know who the, uh, the players that are going to be involved are going to be. Um, but if I can step out in front of 5,000 players wearing a, a Wednesday shirt in between a couple of legends that we talk about and have talked about and maybe one or two of them have, have been mentioned on that 1 to 11, it would mean the world to me. So if you're inclined to either donate, sponsor, please get in touch. Drop me what date is that again, Steve? The 7th of May. Oh, I'm, I'm literally in Miami. Of course you are. <laughs> you always have to be one better than me, don't you? Yeah, make um, sure you send me some pictures. I'm going to the, uh, the Miami... I'm going. I'm going to the Miami F1. So you know, you have a lovely time. Oh, you're joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I still, I still lift, lift heavier than you in the gym. Right. I will Simon, fight you. You get to spend the day in Doncaster with me. <laughs> I, would you rather be in Miami or with me and Ben at Toby Carberry round corner from Donny Grove, Donny Rovers ground? Sorry, Vic. I'd be going to Miami. <laughs> Apologies. Although I'm not there either because I'm oh. in Portugal. Oh, I'm, I'm in Portugal, I'm afraid. <laughs> wait, 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 do you set 7th of May? Go on. Oh, God. Where are, are you? you? You tell me you're missing, I'm out. Yeah, I've, I've got, a, I think, yeah, I've, I've got a competition, I think. That so if you just oh, want to see Christ Ash and Steve me. on their own with Vic in, in the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident that's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 
24 7 365 days of the year let's all take a moment to talk more than football it's the 90th minute you've got all your mates around you've got your mcnugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.